starting a podcast. <laughs> we have jokingly talked about this for, for a while now, about a year, probably. <laughs> and yeah. we decided today was the day. So, <laughs> um, hello everyone. Here we are. Also, to be noted, these these beautiful microphones. How could we not? <laughs> Um, here we are. This is the Female Edge podcast. Um, we are very excited to be here and to be finally starting this. And we are the founders of the Female Edge, which is a business for female athletes, specifically providing resources for them, including mindset mentoring, college recruiting process and mentoring, um, film analysis, we do personalized training plans. Then we also provide professional sports services. Mm -hmm. And we have been in business now for close a to a year. Our year anniversary yes. is coming up. <laughs> um, but anyway, we are, yeah, so excited to be starting this. And Tony, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about kind of our inspiration to start this business and how we started it. Yeah, for sure. Cool um, story. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can first kind of go into how we started it and then we can kind of go into like our personal aspirations for starting it, I guess. You want to start? That sounds that? great. Okay, that let's do that. Great. So I honestly, Lex, like when I think about it, I think it was like after practice in Scotland where we were like talking about kind of like both of our ideas for starting a business um and then we both like had this like aha moment and we're like yes like we have pretty much the same yeah. exact idea so let's do it and I think like we are riding home like with Neil like in the yes, car, which, and we we're like for everyone this is our strength and conditioning coach back yeah. in Scotland shout out Neil we gotta share this episode <laughs> with him the best obviously in Scotland also important to know we were not driving around because no. they drive on the other side of the street there. So they do. we had to get rides everywhere, which was fun. Yeah. Also pain sometimes, but our strength coach gave us a ride to every practice. We love so it. Awesome. So detail. awesome. So shout out Neil. Um, but yeah, I remember us just like kind of having this, yeah, again, this aha moment. And from then on, we just started planning like right away. And it was like pretty much the only thing you and I could talk about. Like, because, oh, we did live together in Scotland as well. We were yes. roommates. Um, and a quick note, we joke that, which, but it's really not a joke, which is so cool. And it just shows how everything works out, how it should is for sure. we would have never met in our own country and which now is crazy it really is and we're let both led to Scotland we were roommates played on the same professional team there yeah. and then the rest is history and we both believe that really a huge reason yeah. we both ended up there was to meet each other and for this for business sure. so anyway cool side so, note <laughs> it's a little sign out there but yeah I mean it's it is crazy to think about though and so yeah I remember us just like planning like we would get up in the morning talk about it start writing stuff down we would have like set business meetings I mean like from the get-go it was like a serious thing that it really was we just both fully believed in um that it could really help people yeah. and just yeah help girls that wanted to play in college or help girls that wanted to you know find their confidence find their edge you know so um absolutely no it so, is and what's so cool about it is I mean what you said is we really like it was a random conversation. I literally think in our living room one day, and we were like, wait, like we have so many similar ideas, but what was cool is like, 
we had similar ideas and then different ideas as well I think you had already started like that journal yeah so I had had more of kind of the mindset like idea of sort of providing mentoring and around mindset in sport because I was Mm -hmm. I felt like that was an area that I had grown so much in my career and wish Mm -hmm. I had known at a younger age how powerful your mind is in your sport and wanted to teach girls that where you kind of had the idea of almost being like an agent like type business helping girls with college recruiting helping them get set up with you know college coaches as well as professional athletes helping them get connected because also cool shout out to you that you always basically facilitated all of your professional contracts oh, without an agent, which yeah. also an important note that you can absolutely do that. And you can definitely be an inspiration to so many yeah. girls that you don't have, you can, you know, form your own path, but mm-hmm, that's absolutely. what was so cool. And like you said, I mean, literally as people know, I mean, you can only train so much during the day. So most hours of the day when we weren't at training, which yeah. was in the evenings, we were working on our business from everything Absolutely. from our logo to creating our website to building out the business concept and our business plan and everything and built it out basically starting from August to March and we launched yeah. in March of last year. Here <laughs> yeah, we are and now we're starting our podcast. So. Now we have like, gosh, zero to 35 clients, almost yeah. like rounding up to 40 now. Like it's I mean, I know it's it's, and it's been, it's been an awesome ride, which we'll get into more, but that's a little background on the, mm-hmm. um, business and then kind of going into our podcast, which we'll both add in. But again, we had this, just have talked about this for so long and so long, we really wanted to start a podcast one to be able to share more of what our businesses kind of goals are and bring value to our clients and outside of the people we work with through content and a podcast and bringing on guests and throughout our careers and we've created so many different connections that we'd love to bring and we plan to bring people onto this podcast to share their wisdom their experiences everything from mindset topics to college recruiting which our next guest will be someone who Tony knows we won't spoil yet, but um, (laughs) that went kind of her recruiting journey. She started a JUCO and then found her way to a a D1 program. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to share different unique stories that can be a benefit to anyone and through uh, this platform. So that's our goal for this. And we're going to touch on, again, topics like that, as well as our theme is always going to be centered around your edge. And so clearly that's an important word to us being our business the female edge but really what the edge means and why we started this business with that name is you know in sports and anything in life you have to find your edge and your competitive edge to achieve success and so for us we felt like we were able to tap into what that was for us which we Mm -hmm. will go into later on And we want to be able to help girls feel empowered in finding what their edge is, what their competitive edge is, and how they can be confident in that to achieve their goals. So that is going to be an overarching theme of this podcast. And we're going to end every episode with asking our guests how they find their edge and what Mm -hmm. they feel like the key to success is for finding that advantage and whatever your your aspirations are. Um, So that's a bit on the podcast. Anything else, Tony? We're also going to have a little fun we're going to laugh. We're going to, you know, have a good time oh, with it. Just great, great conversation. I mean, 
I mean, I think too, if anyone knows you and I, they know we just babble on with each other. Too. (laughs) We're trying to keep it at a manageable length here. So we'll we'll keep the itinerary moving, but we definitely (laughs) like to, we like to talk. We (laughs) We like like to chat it up. We'll say like, oh, it's a quick catch up. And then two hours later, oh my we're gosh, off the phone. I know. So. We have like, oh wait, quick business meeting. And it turns into like a two hour long conversation. Literally. So, but I think that's, you know, I love that about, you know, us. So Absolutely. No, it's a special <laughs> relationship for sure. And yeah, absolutely. So anyway, that is our background, the female edge, what our podcast, what we're trying to do. And then now kind of going into our background, Tony, mm-hmm. if you want to start just sort of. Yeah you know, about you, what your background is, you know, telling everyone kind of what your upbringing was like, where you played yeah. and kind of how yeah, this absolutely. led you to, here we Yeah, are. absolutely. Okay. So yeah, I mean, grew up in Eugene. Well, technically I grew up in, I grew up in Leeburg, Oregon. Um, so that's 20 miles uh, up the McKenzie river. So yeah, I grew up there. Um, very, very, very small town, but I played for, um, Eugene Metro football club. Um, yeah. And so um, with that, like being said, I did come from, you know, a smaller town, right? So it wasn't, I didn't live in Portland. I didn't play for a Portland club. Um, I think at the time, EMFC, I think we practiced twice a week. Um, nowadays, clubs are practicing like three, four times a week, you know, which is awesome. Uh, but at that time, that's just not what we were doing. Um, so yeah, I practiced twice a week, um, played a game or two on the weekend and so yeah my I only played about three or four days I'm um, total out of the week um so yeah I think it took me like 40 minutes uh to get to practice because I lived so far away I lived up river it took me like yeah 40 minutes I mean yeah and it, that was two times yeah two times a week and so it makes me it's like just funny kind of thinking back because EMFC we didn't play in like surf cup ever like we never got, we never went to those big tournaments. I think we went to like a Vegas showcase like once a year. Um, so it was tough. I mean, we weren't an ECNL team. Um, we didn't play in like the, now they have the girls Academy league, which is awesome. Didn't play in that either. So I think as far as getting seen, um, it was tough out of Eugene for sure. And so, um, I was kind of lucky and kind of knew where I was going, um, for a while. Um, I think I started talking to Oregon state when I was like a freshman and I think I waited like a year, a little longer than a year to commit. So I think I could start, or I think I committed like into my junior year. So I kind of always knew that was where I was going for a while. Um, so I kind of got lucky in that way, but I knew for like a lot of other people that wasn't the case. And it's hard, especially like when you're not playing in those big showcase tournaments, when you're only going to like one or two showcases a year, you know, it's tough. Um, and so I think for me starting like my motivation for starting this was to get girls seen, Um, especially it's cool because we do have a lot of clients from Eugene now and getting them committed was like a huge, like just such a great feeling for me. And I I think for you as well, like just getting Montana girls, like just getting looked at, it's like, that's just, that's awesome. Right. Cause you know, we do, we serve those populations where they don't get seen a lot, right. Like we don't have like a lot of clients in LA, right. Cause they, they need it. I mean, maybe not, um, just because they have like eight college coaches at a game or so, um, you know, and so just very different, but yeah, I mean, my, going back to my family, uh, grew up with a family of, uh, 
well, six, two parents, my mom and my dad. And then, um, yeah, three siblings. My older sister played soccer as well. She's a year older than me, um, played at Portland State, um, which is awesome. And I have a younger sister as well. She played too. And then my younger brother, he doesn't play soccer. He wrestles. But anyway, just such a fun soccer, you know, family. And so, yeah, I kind of just grew up playing it. Um, didn't play any other sports. Um, I just loved it. <laughs> loved it from just such a young age. So yeah, after my time at Oregon State, I, well, actually that's when COVID hit. Um, so I was trying, I remember trying to go pro, um, but no one was training. Which like insane I wish so insane I'm like how can I how can I it's train so hard because I know like we've talked about I mean after college we both knew like playing professionally was going to be a goal of ours and yeah you know to have COVID hit right in that time that would have been that transitionary period with so much yeah. unknown it's so I mean what a just uneasy time to be kind of going was, into yeah. that stage of that in between college and professional. Absolutely. And so I remember, so right after I was done with college, I signed with an agency um, and I was just ready to go. I was like, let's see, like what, what, let's see where I can go. Let's see what I can do. Um, Didn't end up signing anywhere until a year later, I think. So COVID hit and like kind of mid COVID was still going on, but it wasn't as intense after a year, but it was still a huge thing. I mean, you know, it's still a thing now, right? But obviously not as much. But yeah, signed with an agency and he just couldn't get me a contract. And I, I didn't know like what was going on. I'm like, I feel like I can get one. I don't, I don't really know why I'm not getting one. Um, and I just went into this mode and I was like, you know what? I'll do it myself. Let's see if I can do it myself. So yeah, I signed my first contract. Um, yeah, uh, with um, FC Wacker in uh, Innsbruck in Austria, uh, <laughs> which is a crazy, crazy um, fun experience. But yeah, I remember just being like, wow, like I, I got it on my own. Like that's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, and it really is a cool story. Like, and I think something that should definitely be eventually a, you know, a episode topic of like, okay, going from college to professional, how that can look and mm-hmm. how there's not one right path and really you can create those opportunities without an agent you also yeah, can with an absolutely. agent and I had a different you know path than you but I think it shows that you can get those opportunities through absolutely. just effort on your own so absolutely really cool. yeah and so yeah spent about four months there I got a season ending um ankle injury which was you know kind of devastating um but I loved it there to be honest it was beautiful like I talk about this all the time but the mountains there were crazy I mean it's such a beautiful place the coach was awesome and yeah I had a good experience there I was actually you know gonna re-sign there as well um but actually ended up obviously as you know uh signing for the Hibs so um and which cool too is I kind of thought like okay I got my first contract on my own that was kind of lucky but then getting kind of my second one too on my own I was like you know what like this like you if you want something like you can go ahead and do it like that was kind of a cool lesson too that I learned so yeah I got that one on my own too and just yeah that's where we met and yeah um here we are here we are yeah your turn Lex let's hear it love it well (laughs) Again, such a cool just story. And, you know, we have similar backgrounds, which I feel like we bonded over that and have, but also differences, which I feel like has been cool that it's provided just our business and our friendship, a lot of like great 
just different experience as well. But again, those similarities, but yeah, so I born and raised in Bozeman, Montana, um, (laughs) a relatively small town in Montana and um, loved it. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, Yellowstone. I mean, (laughs) basically if people hear Montana, Yellowstone is the first thing that comes up nowadays, which I admit I've not watched it. So I know because I asked but you, people like, are like, Alexa. I know, <laughs> like, is it like Yellowstone? I'm yeah. like, no, but I mean, it is, you want it to be but sure. I'm also, I kind of want to just like shoot people off the idea that I, it's actually Mon- Montana's like that. Cause I don't want all these people moving there. I, Everyone's I know, moving there already, but um, <laughs> anyway, beautiful. And I will rave about Montana to the day I die, but, um, I know, such a loyal beautiful, Montana girl. I am Montana girl. <laughs> I am, but beautiful place, amazing place to grow up again, small town feeling, but not in, yeah. you know, excessively small, but kind of like you said, you know, with just playing in terms of growing up, I was an athlete. So kind of backpedaling. I uh, don't you know, forget. You better mention the skiing days. Yes, ski racing. (laughs) So I was, I played multiple sports for a while and then ultimately chose to focus on two sports. So I played soccer and I was a downhill ski racer. A national champion. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You were. (laughs) I was. I won um, U16 nationals for downhill ski racing, which I know it's crazy. My glory days. No, but um, (laughs) no, it was amazing playing two sports. And that's also something that I think is, you know important that one it's great if you just are focused on one sport and that's a great path like Tony but also like I you know really encourage girls and any athletes that if you're passionate about two sports like that can only benefit you yeah, and I think I feel like that benefited you a lot especially it really mentality. did absolutely and I think the cross training of both sports and just having both of those growing up they really benefited each other because they were you know offset times and I feel like the conditioning for each sport and just, yeah, the men- mental aspect. Whereas, you know, after ski season, I came in super refreshed, ready for soccer season and vice versa. So, yeah, well, well, even just to interrupt really quick on that, I remember asking like a question. I was like, Hey, like, do you ever get nervous for a soccer game? Yeah. And you, you got, I remember you'd like talk to me about it and you're like, honestly, dude, like not really. Like when I ski, like, I feel like that made you more nervous, correct? Yes, because like it was absolutely. so fast and you, like you couldn't really mess up and like yes. soccer is such a different game. No, you're absolutely right. Cause ski racing, it's kind of crazy, but you literally train all year and all yeah. winter for essentially one, one to two minute performances and that everything, you know, all the stakes are on that, that one or two minutes. And crazy. so I, you know, I really had to learn to manage my nerves and for me, soccer, it was like, oh, like 90 minutes. Plus, oh, I, I, have a whole t- I have a whole team around me to like <laughs> do this with. Like it yeah. felt, I never really got nervous for soccer, which was definitely something that I really credit to ski racing. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it definitely helped mentally, but also, you know, as a reason why we started this business is working on your mindset is something that, you know, you have to work on every day. And also Absolutely. with something I wish yeah. that I had learned the power of your mind earlier on in my career for both my sports but mm-hmm. yeah so grew up you know playing both those sports was definitely you know in the mountains outdoors growing up and you know I was lucky to play on a club team that had all my very best friends that mm-hmm. we all played on the same club team we all went to the same high school really, with yeah really yeah quick how'd you get into soccer though because your brother obviously like you play in the NFL yes yes and then- so yes which 
I guess, background on my family. So I come from a family of three. I have two mm-hmm. older brothers, my mom, my dad, and then um, my parents are divorced now. And I actually have two also younger half sisters. So, um, but my older brothers, one, um, the one you mentioned. So I have one of my older brothers, Brock, he played in the mm-hmm. NFL for a period of time. So he played for the Also Seattle went Seahawks. to University of Montana. He did. Yes. <laughs> and then he played for the San Francisco 49ers. So definitely a football family growing up, but just an athletics family in general, but yeah. definitely I know the sport of football insanely well, as well as soccer, just from that. But um, yeah, so anyway, kind of going into that, I started playing soccer. My mom just threw me in a bunch of sports. So I started playing Mm -hmm. at a really young age and eventually just sort of gravitated to both ski racing and soccer. And then, you know, come my junior year of high school, I made the decision, well, actually going into my junior year that I was going to solely focus on soccer as I was thinking that's where I wanted to pursue a college yeah. career. And, you know, people always had asked me, well, you won national with ski racing. Like, why, <laughs> I know. why I did you pursue that? <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting about ski racing is, you know, pretty much to take that sport to the next level, I would have mm-hmm. had to likely, well, I would have had to move to a ski academy, which is essentially a school that is dedicated to that sport. So, right. you know, the education is centered around, um, training to basically be the best you can in that sport. So it's really cool and really unique, but you know, I really loved one, my hometown. I love my friendships. I love playing soccer for my mm-hmm. high school and I wanted a normal high school experience. And that's something I didn't want to give up as well. and college yeah. experience. And I really wanted the experience of, you know, being amongst kind of a team and really like involved in the university in that yeah. kind of way. And so for me, I chose that path for those reasons and super grateful I did and so then I committed to University of Montana April of my junior year okay um and so I was offered at summer camp my sophomore year and then committed April my junior year and then loved my time at University of Montana played all four years there we won two um, Big Sky Conference championships, or excuse That's me, awesome. three Big Sky Conference championships. So I do have three rings, which is awesome. And I then, didn't realize you guys won that many. Yeah, That's we did. Awesome. And then we got to go to the NCAA tournament twice, which was amazing um, and incredible experience. And I love my time there. And then, yeah, yeah from there, um, basically finished up my time at University of Montana. And I actually was always planning to go and play one more additional season, thanks to COVID mm-hmm. and NCAA granting extra years. And then mm-hmm. actually as our season concluded, my what was my senior season, but could have been like, you know, technically my COVID junior year. and I could have taken one more COVID yeah. season. We actually won our conference and then we went to the NCAA tournament and we did lose to South Carolina 1-0 but yeah after that game you know I really felt like I just had an overwhelming feeling that I was ready for what was next and that my Mm -hmm. time at University of Montana had come to an end in the best way and that's when I started pursuing professional playing opportunities and I did sign with an agent and he helped me find this opportunity with Hibernian in Scotland where we Tony and I met and played Mm -hmm. and then really gratefully has led to this, which I just truly believe was such a huge reason we were both led there. And, you know, something we can go into more, but it's amazing that I feel like this business 
has provided me and I know both of us so much purpose for all the time and energy and effort we've put into this sport. And I think kind of going back to, you know, you had touched on our inspiration, your inspiration for starting Mm -hmm. this business. And, you know, one for me, mine's similar in coming from a small town, you know, I knew I could play at that division Mm -hmm. one level and I knew I could play in college, but it wasn't easy being from Montana because the reality is, you know, not, there's not a single club that's ECNL in Gosh, Montana. Yeah. And even now with GA, there's still not a, a option not GA team in Montana. There. No, oh, and wow. so, okay. you know, there is limited opportunity and that was hard, but I think through going through the process and I did end up finding a ECNL discovery player opportunity with FC Nova, which now that club's name is Boise Timbers. But mm-hmm. that was after actually after I committed and my college coach helped get me set up with a contact in that club. Oh, so, that was after you committed. Yep. So okay, he wanted it. me to kind of play at that level in Makes preparation sense. for um, my college um, experience. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, as you did, learned so much during the process, what to do, what not to do. And I feel like one thing too that I never got throughout the process was some personalized guidance. And I, you know, different, I know from you paid for kind of a recruiting service that made my highlight video and sort of helped in that way, but there was no personalization. It just felt like I was one of the thousands that they're just pumping out the exact same profile and highlight video for and send you on your way yeah. where you're like, maybe someone will view my profile. Today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where it was like, yeah. you know, I felt there was such a lack in that personalization and the, these services that are provided. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that was one inspiration and also to be able to help these girls from Montana and small towns and even not because also, it can be hard. It's in a confusing process. There's so much, yeah, absolutely. You know, so many nuances, so many details that it's stressful. And not only are you trying to get yourself seen and recruited for your future, you're also trying to, you know, live your life as a high school student and enjoy that time, have a social life, go to school, you know, continue being strong academically and a lot of the times two parents, they're trying their best to help, but they have full-time jobs. Oftentimes, you know, other kids, yeah, other and not, families, and it's and not stressful. To, not to mention like the financial piece too, right? I mean, there's in-state tuition, there's out-state, having to, having to kind of weigh those pros and cons. Okay, well, how much academic money can we get? How much athletic money can we get? All that Absolutely. stuff. It's just like so Absolutely. stressful. And I know it would be in my family to kind of just like, just it was just a stressful time like it, it was is. stressful. like yeah. what is the best thing to do here like I don't know yeah so absolutely which to your point I think why we both really in an inspiration for this business is to help these girls and make it like n- not a stressful process because we have so much wisdom and value through having yes, gone through absolutely. this process from also being from a hometown in an area that it was more challenging we really learned and know you know how to go about it the best way so that was one inspiration and then kind of as we touched on earlier for me I'm really really grateful to have had my brother Brock who you know was a professional athlete himself really guide me on the importance of mindset and he was a huge mentor to me to develop that skill and really tapping into the power of your mind for performance but you know so many girls and even at a younger age like I wasn't taught that and like 
it's not talked about enough that it's mindset not. is such, such, such a huge, huge integral part to basically performance in all areas of life. And then yeah. in the context of athletic performance, massive, if not the most important thing. I mean, and I think absolutely. I, I grew mean, up, you know, being just basically encouraged to continue working as hard as I can from a, you know, physical training standpoint, which that was my default. You know, I could go out on that field and work till I was dead. I could go, go, go. And if anything, which I'm grateful for my brother also teaching me the value and importance of recovery in peak Mm -hmm. performance, which I had to learn throughout my career as well. But that was a huge inspiration for me for wanting to start this business Mm -hmm. is to teach girls the power of their mind. And also, you know, as we both is so important to both of us is empowering them and who they are, not only in their yeah. sport, but out but of their outside, sport. And a outside huge, of it, absolutely. <laughs> huge, huge emphasis on knowing who you are as a person, completely separate from you on the field, performing as yeah. an athlete. And, you know, a huge, which we can go into and I know will be another um, topic of a podcast episode, specifically diving into mindset, but one of our biggest components of our mindset mentoring and what the program starts off on is really a personal identity reflection which then leads into an athlete identity reflection for really separating those two identities because you know athletes and what you do on the athletic field is something you do but it's not who you are are. absolutely and 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 that's something that we you know really emphasize in our mindset and you know, something for me that, again, a huge aspiration for starting our business. And so, yeah, you know, that kind of all those aspects of my upbringing and coming from a small town and, you know, my kind of path and journey led Mm -hmm. me here and us here. And Mm -hmm. again, it is just really cool to start this and now, you know, be working with girls from Montana, from Oregon. And actually we have a client in Scotland that we work with, which is, you know, been so cool and having kind of international, you know, clients, it's been super rewarding and we hope to grow it. And with the ability to continue helping these girls and just sharing what we've learned throughout our careers. Yeah. I honestly just think for, I think both of us that this has just been the most rewarding thing, almost a better feeling than playing at times. A hundred percent. Because I mean, again, it's something that we needed when we were younger. And so I think just being able to like help girls who are once, you know, we were once in their shoes and just helping them, you know, with this process, helping them get connected with coaches has just been like, again, I think I've already mentioned this, but just such a rewarding and amazing feeling. And I I, I I think we're both just like seeing it grow and grow even more and getting more and more clients has just been yeah, it obviously just shows that like this is a needed, this is a needed business. It's been needed, I think, for a while. So absolutely. And I think too, what's something we've so enjoyed and a huge importance to us and was when kind of building out this business is that personalization aspect of it. And you know, we've become really close with all the girls we work with and we really build those personal this relationships community. and a community. Yeah, and sure. that's been again, so rewarding. And yeah, I just couldn't agree more. And it just is amazing to just how unnaturally it's unfolded. And I think how, again, I just feel so strongly that a huge reason to, for all the time spent in this sport was 
this and to be able to give, to give back, back and, as well and yeah. <laughs> help girls and help them reach their goals and their dreams, which we were once in their exact same position. So it's exactly. been awesome. And I feel like leads perfectly into, which we mentioned earlier, but you know, this podcast, we're going to bring on a variety of guests to discuss topics from college recruiting to mindset to, you know, a versatile, <laughs> versatile, different topics, but we're always going to keep the focus around and end each episode with the question of how do you find your edge? And so yeah. as we touched on, you know, your competitive edge and your edge as really when you look it up is, you know, how you find an advantage over your competitors or your opponents, or, you know, those you're competing against. But I think, yes, the reality is in sports, you have competition, but I think a big aspect and something, again, that we emphasize to our clients is focusing on you and what makes you unique and you different, and then tapping into that and having full confidence in that. And so here at the female edge, we feel like edge means what makes you unique and how mm -hmm. then do you be confident in that to <clears throat> achieve your goals in any area of your life as well as your sport? So we are going to answer that question for you today, everyone. <laughs> so Tony, would you like to start in how, how do you find your edge? Yeah, I think for me, and I, I've talked about this a lot with our clients too, um, is I think I've always kind of thought myself as being like an underdog, just being from Eugene, you know, having to play those big teams or having to play those Portland teams or against those Portland teams. And I remember being like, you know what, I'm just going to be myself and I'm just not going to care about anyone else or anything else. And just kind of having this like fearless mentality and of course when you first start thinking like that it's hard um but yeah I just kind of got into this like mindset for every game just being like you know what I'm gonna be Tony and I'm gonna kill it and I'm just gonna do my thing and I'm not gonna care about my coach's opinion you know like my parents opinion I mean they're always supportive and like stuff but just anyone's opinion of yeah how I played and just be myself and just not care of the outcome. Um, and I think so I th that's I so felt amazing. I felt when I did that, I played my best. And I remember like coming, or I remember any game that I regretted was a game where I was timid or I cared too much about the outcome. So it's almost like pulling back emotionally um and just kind of having this attitude like I'm gonna kill it and I don't care <laughs> absolutely no and I think yeah. like I mean really exactly what you're saying is you know not going about life you not caring what other people think and I think that's so important in whatever you do is you know being fully confident in yourself and not caring you know what other people think and the opinions of other in a positive way and I think mm -hmm. that's so huge and that's awesome and um I mean, mine would be similar, but I think a different, slight different twist. But I feel like for me, like how I would answer that question, how do you find your edge as finding really what makes you unique as an individual from in the context of sport as an athlete. And so I feel like I hit the peak of my career when I was really in tune with what made me a unique player and what was mm -hmm. my kind of core strength. And you know, I was a center forward and I feel like my core strength was my, really my height and my size. And then my ability to hold up the ball 
And then my ability to utilize my size um, as a forward. So I was winning balls out of the air. That was turning defenders and really focusing on those core strengths. And then Mm -hmm. also as a person. And so I think when I was able to really tap into, again, my athletic strengths, but also who am I, Alexa Coyle, and what makes me unique as a person and how do I uniquely contribute to my team and the people around me in a way that's authentic to me. And I think why both those things are so important is I think when you're in your most confident state, you are being fully true to yourself, not only as a person and who you are within your personality, but also on the playing field. And so I feel like those things were a parallel. And when I feel like I was, you know, being myself, you know, in my team environment and being true to me, I feel like I produce my very best results on the field as well. And so I think that's very applicable to any endeavor or kind of passion that you have and you're trying to reach a goal is figuring out what makes you unique and what makes you good at that endeavor or that passion or that hobby and really focusing on that. And really what focusing on that means is not comparing and not caring what others think, which goes right back to, you know, what yours is, which is cool Mm -hmm. is I feel like really all goes back to kind of the similar similar theme and it just looks yeah. differently of how people may view that you know and how that I looks know, for them, which is really cool I think too when you get to the professional level it's like you have to focus on what what are your strengths right because you once you reach that level there are a few things a few things that are going to really set you apart and like to your point like you your height and your um like just being like that like a target forward being like a true nine like yeah. that was your strength and like you brought you brought uh, unique attributes, you know, to that team. And so I think too, yeah, just focus. That's a great point too. It's just focusing on yourself, what makes you different on and off the field. I remember reading a um, research paper and I remember it talking about, you know, the athletes that really focus or they on like themselves like three attributes let's say it was three attributes I think it was yeah um about who they were as a person before they stepped into competition they actually performed better so like let's say like I would be like okay I know I'm a good person I know I'm a good friend and I'm funny and so if I repeated those things before I stepped into competition um you know hypothetically I would play better or that study found that I would yeah which makes total sense because again that's confidence, you know, and being, Absolutely. and that's something, again, we emphasize so much in our mindset mentoring is being confident in who you are as a person is just going to translate to confidence as an athlete and then mm-hmm. confidence in that athlete identity. And it is, it is really cool. And again, we're so excited to dig into that question more and, you know, learn more from different guests we have on, but to, I think that perfectly wraps it up. And again, we're so excited and thank you all who listened to this and we can't wait for more and check out our website, subscribe to our channel, and we will see you again soon, everyone. Thanks guys. Checking out. <laughs>